The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Is off track with Hinch and Rossi. Should Hello and welcome. Right <laughs> yeah, we should. There we go. No, I said, oh, we've started now. We why why do we do this every week? We need to be better. Tim, I don't know. Tim up, guys. really struggles with. You'd think he'd be better at like timing. No, he's a writer. He's not a performer per se. Well, he I know he's done it. Yeah. yeah, you've you've done stand up. <laughs> I um, I had I got a I got a confession to make because we know that I'm the old guy. Yeah. Right. Like to remind me often, and and I recently had a very old guy experience that was concerning to me. Right, like, do you guys iron clothes a lot? Never. Every now and then. That actually is a shocking revelation. I um, I hate like I've always hated ironing. Right. Like my goal in life was to find clothes that were like wrinkle free and just just buy them all. Mm. Or if I knew it was a shirt or something that wasn't quite wrinkle free, when I wash it, you throw it in the dryer, you like set the alarm on the on the dryer. So as soon as it's done drying, you pull it out and then you hang it up. And for the most part, you can get away with that. And it used to drive my dad nuts because my shirts were never quite crisp. They were okay, but they weren't like great. Big fan of steamers. You know, I do a lot of steaming to avoid ironing. The other day I had a shirt, collared button-up shirt that I had to wear. It had been in a suitcase. It was not steamable. I also didn't have a steamer. It needed an iron. It needed a good old-fashioned iron. And I used to just like rip through it as quickly as possible because I just hated the act so much. And I stood there at the ironing board in this hotel. TV was on, something in the background. And I went through the most meticulous, lengthy ironing session of my life. And I enjoyed every second of it. And I'm furious. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm, at, I'm at an age now where I like took so much satisfaction in getting every little wrinkle out of that shirt. And it made me very upset in hindsight. I mean, finally, you're on my page. Like, <laughs> but you, but like, <laughs> you just said you never iron. Well, no, but like, it, it just I, that, that level is, of that OCD. Is, dude, dude, I I sat in my driveway for 40 minutes the other day when I got back from the track in team clothes, picking weeds out of the little cracks. And yeah, enjoyed that it. doesn't surprise had, me. Had at all. no problem with it whatsoever. Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, I I get it. That's great. Good for you. I would I would probably be on that level if um this thing called Tide Cleaners didn't exist. And anytime I had a shirt, whether it was dirty or not, it just needed a little refresher. I just threw it in a bag, and it came back the next day. Oh, you're on that program. Oh yeah. It's yeah. A good program. That's not a bad way to do it. That's not yeah. a bad way to do it. But I was at, I was at a hotel. Like I didn't have that option. No, for sure. But like if you stay at a Saint Regis, you get thirty minute pressing. So. Keep that in mind. I that was not uh that was not an offer from <laughs> the, the company that booked my travel to stay at the St. Regis. So uh yeah, well yeah. It's uh it's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a thing I've had to kind of get over. I've been I've been a little emotionally scarred at where I'm at in life, accepting my 
love of ironing stuff. I'm with you on that on the on the weed picking though. I've done some I've done some work on driveways, backyards, garden beds. I hate weeds. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, I was I was cleaning the street the other day. <laughs> I I was cleaning like my driveway and then I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like I might as well clean the street. So I spent 45 minutes, 30 minutes cleaning the street. Dude, I, I went by a neighbor's house walking the dog the other day and you know, they've just got cracks with uh, I mean, like you would need a lawnmower to cut some of this stuff. And I, I honestly almost went up a neighbor's driveway to start ripping weeds out and thought that would just be rude. So I didn't, but it seriously bothers me when I walk by. Well, what you should do instead of like walking up there in the day, you should just go get some Sneak like roundup and in the middle mm-hmm. of the night, just spray their driveway. Yeah, that's fair. And hopefully they don't have dogs. Yeah. Um, like it's pretty I'm not, I'm, friendly I'm, these days. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I've used it in my backyard. It's yeah, I, I'm not going to do that. That seems even creepier. But uh, I'll do it. That would be weirder to get caught. It would be a lot funnier if Alex got caught doing it. Like he doesn't is... even live there. <laughs> he just heard about it. He didn't even walk by and see it himself. Just because yeah. I told him about it, he he now knows it exists. He's like can't sleep at night. He's like, Dad, <laughs> oh uh, man. As much as I love the gardening chat, there was a race this weekend. There was two. There certainly was. There was one that I watched. Same. <laughs> Same. Uh, Alex, you, you you did pretty well. Yeah. Congratulations on your first podium of the season with the new team. How exciting! Thanks. Uh, yeah, it was good. I um, there's not much to say. It was a pretty um, it, yeah. Yeah, that uh, I not. This isn't an act. I really have nothing to say about the weekend. Like it was kind of the same thing in qualifying again. You know, really struggling to get the last kind of tenth out of the car, um, and then you know the the car kind of comes alive and warm up, and and the race were really strong. And um, yeah, so that was our day. It was a it was an awesome day for the team to get three cars in the top five these days. Is pretty much impossible 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 right so that that was kind of the the huge um success story uh for for all of us and and i think everyone took a lot of pride in in that um but now it's you know we we talk often about the indy gp it's it's a stepping stone on the way to the month of may um so yeah i mean it was obviously you'd rather have it go well than than not um but everyone you know after the race was like oh man this is this is really good momentum and now you guys must be the team to beat going into the 500. It's like, you know, That's um, not how that works. Yeah, no. So uh, I'm just pumped to to get on track and, and get to work for what is obviously the most important race of the year. Yeah. And that's, that's just it, right? Like momentum is a thing, right? In for racing, sure. it is a thing, but to say that just because you had a good Indy GP, you're now the favorites for the 500. That's a short sighted statement. Yes. Yes. I think, I think There's, the momentum side of it is like everyone is like subconsciously everyone's in a good place. Like the, the, yeah. the mentality and the mindset, everyone's kind of relaxed and happy. So that results in performance sometimes. But there's, Right. There's also a confidence, I think, that comes with it. Yeah. And that that results in performance for sure. It's in the drivers, in the crew, and like the engineers, everybody uh benefits from a good day at the track like that. So um for sure. For sure. And then we still have a couple a bunch of road courses coming up later in the season, and this is a good sign for road course pace. Um, when we get to places like Road America and Mid Ohio and Portland, Laguna, whatever. So, uh, so yeah, a lot to take from it. Certainly. I really wish, and I don't mean this in like a, in like a jerk way, but like, cause I know you you don't, and, and it, you shouldn't, if that's not your thing. A, a lot of times I do wish you watch the races back. Cause then we could talk about things. I, there's, a, there's <laughs> opinions of yours that I would love to hear and discussions I'd love to have. But well, one thing I, I feel like I see all the important parts. Like I watched the thirty minute like fast forward, like am I really missing okay. that much? No, okay, that's okay. I, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize you did yeah. that. Uh, I mean, that, sometimes that's, on, that's a, you watch that on Peacock. Um, I, I watch it on YouTube, but yep. <laughs> <laughs> NBC Sports YouTube, that's still fine. That's also good. Um, <laughs> so what, uh, there's what actually going to be what opinions of mine would you like? 
So the thing that I found fascinating about that race was coming into the weekend. Yes. Um, and in a Everyone lot of thought ways, it was be a red race. even going into the race, people yes. thought it was going to be a red race. I did hear yeah. after warm up, some, some drivers were thinking, Oh, I don't know if they're going to last, but like how many times do we hear that in warm up? right? Reds don't yep. last in warm up, but they're, they're heat cycled and it's not the same and they're stopping whatever you want. And it sort of genuinely looked like most cars preferred primaries over the alternates. And it was much more of a mix up than we thought to the point where for the first time that I can remember, and I'm sure I know it's happened, but like, it's such a rare thing. I cannot pinpoint another time this happened. Drivers actually went to used primaries because they just didn't want to run another set of alternates. Well, and like, even if they're one run set, like, you know, you know, if it's a primary race, you go into the race with enough sets to do the whole race. Like you work backwards on your allocation. And this is the first time I saw guys like, oh, we can burn this set in practice because we're going to be using all reds in the race. Yes. Um, I would argue that it, it wasn't as clear cut as I didn't. Obviously, I didn't watch the broadcast. It, it certainly wasn't as clear cut in years past where it was 100% a red race, no matter what. After warm-up, I, or I, did I, you guys already think about that after practice one when you got to use the reds for the first no, time? No, no. For us, it never it never really was a concern. It was like, oh, yeah, the reds certainly have a bit more dag than what we've seen in the past, but we didn't read into it with warm-up. Um, and we went into the race betting heavy on on the red tire. Um, I think that really, so the two things I want to add to that is, so Alex Pillow being the fact that he won the race and used, utilized primary tires for all of it, aside from his one stint that he had to use a set of new reds, that doesn't make it a primary race. And I'm not saying that you're saying it does, but he historically has always used primaries. You look back at the 10 car, he has never once used, used reds in this race. So for somehow the way that his car works and the way that he drives it, even when it is a red race, he still runs blacks and still has a lot of performance from blacks. So it didn't surprise us at all. That was his approach. I think what was very strange is that for two weeks in a row now, or sorry, two, two road courses in a row used reds are arguably better than new. Better than new reds. Better than new reds. And really? it's very, very weird. So that, Tell me more. That's, that's where, well, I don't really, I don't know that we understand it yet or can really fathom it, but we uh, ended warm up Barber being like, yeah, the reds are pretty good, but do you think you can use used reds? Ah, no, like, no, maybe, no. Like you have that thought and then it's like all of your historical yes, memories yeah, yeah. of trying it. You're like, no, no, no. You use reds as like a swear word. Like right. you're like, oh no. And then, and then willpower uses them to start the race and is very good. And you're like, huh? And so you get to the end of the race and at least we did. And we were like, well, we might as well try them. And it was like, holy, shit, those are amazing. Okay. So you go to NDGP, you already know that the used reds are going to be in play. But then I had my first stint. And I started on new reds and they were horrible. It was absolutely terrible. By lap two and a half, I was like, oh my God. Right. Um, and but you so, were moving up a lot in that step. Well, we had a very good start. I didn't, I mean, and then a restart. So the, the reds, no matter kind of what condition they're in are always. Yeah. Gonna, the, the guys that started on blacks. reds compared to the, the blacks at the start, like they were yeah. cutting people up. It was yeah, fun yeah, to yeah. watch. <laughs> Um, so then kind of once it got settled, I knew that we were, we were going to have to adjust our strategy because our, our plan was to go super long on the new set of reds, go reds again, come in and kind of do a short black stint in the middle. Immediately it was like, no way you're going to have to get blacks on and do your longest stint on blacks. And so I did a red, black, black, and then it became a decision time do you put used reds on or do you put used blacks on? And we just kind of defaulted back to the barber situation and threw used black or used reds on. And they and, were and like phenomenal. And other guys by that point of the race had used used reds and you could see it wasn't like a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you had, they, you they had like two, apart. you had two good, 
yeah, you had two good data points to kind of yeah. do you, okay. So do you think that it'd be interesting to talk to somebody that started on used reds? And I want to say well, it was only, only Callum Graham and Graham. Did. Yeah. Callum and Graham. Yeah. How how was their first stint? Well, Graham pitted immediately. So Okay. So so what I'm getting at is do you think that there is maybe something to the fact we had a bunch of rain overnight and the track was a lot greener that leads to that first stint being just really hard on the reds because it was a little no i mean the track was hot it cooled down the track temp actually like lost 10 degrees throughout the race so maybe it was just too hot at the start of the race i I guess what i'm getting at is do you think there are factors outside of just for some reason the reds this year are good when they're used yeah potentially potentially because it is it is this is the first time that this has ever happened yeah so I'm sure like if that you're, there is reasons. If yeah, if you're gonna get away with it, the last stint is the best because the track's the most rubbered up. It happened to be that the track was cooling down, so it was 10, yeah. 12 degrees cooler than at the start. So like you, you guys played it well, rightly or wrong, but like, like inadvertently like or on purpose, you know. You'd be su- <sighs> Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Um, but I'm talking, dude, I'm talking like half a second quicker. Yeah, that's that is shocking. That like, like on pure it's not pace, like it even was like just a bit better. It was just yeah. it, there was no dig and the, and it was faster. It was like I was stoked because cool. I I left pit lane. I was like, man, we are screwed. Like if our new reds were this bad, and we have to go twenty lap unused. I mean, it's it's such yeah. a terrible feeling, hey? When like Wish when when you when you think that that's just what your day is going to be, it's just like yeah. this and then is going to be the worst. And then I got like 8 9 laps in and I was like, "Oh, like they are there is plenty of grip and life available in these." So, um pleasantly surprised yet again IndyCar um, you know, has another wild race because as much as we all engineer and simulate and predict and talk and meet and strategize, none of us really have any clue what's going to happen until the green flag drops. And then really once the checkered flag falls and you can all Monday morning quarterback it because these races are just, there's so many different factors, which is what makes it um, so awesome. The most awesomestest. The the best awesome, the highest level of awesome. It's it is crazy, you know, like Polo's last two wins now have come uh in a in a very, dare I say, kind of Alex Rossi fashion of winning by like some obscene number. Like Laguna last year was like 30 seconds. This race was like almost 15 seconds. That guy's is that just coincidence or like, is that something about his ability on primes with that car and whatever? Like that was, that's a, that's a a surprising gap. I think that if his car is fast, meaning he's qualified up front and it's any sort of deg race, he is far and above the best. He's the guy. He's the guy. He looks after tires better than, any anyone on the grid like no question yeah so i i really think that's what it boils down to now there's deg races where ganassi cars or him or whatever aren't that fast so they qualified 12th 11th and then they finish sixth and they have a really good day but you don't you don't really see it um but yeah if he starts up front and it's a deg race like it's you're in for a you're in for a day to try and beat him for sure (laughs) you're just sort of hanging on uh all right so congrats to uh alex um, great to see you on the podium, Pato on the podium, Felix fifth, Lundgaard, huge props, man. I mean, qualified on pole was first pole. Uh, well, huge props to 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 RLL. RLL, right? like, yeah. I think that obviously Christian, we we know how fast he is. He's proven that plenty of times. Um, but I think the struggles that that team has had, um, have surprised a lot of people. And this sport is so hard to a kind of turn things around but b have the mental strength and capacity to 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 when you have a decent car like all three drivers kind of going out and executing and and delivering on the performance of the car so i i mean i think it's just 
you have to give all of those people, drivers, team members, engineers credit because it's hard to be last for as long as ultimately they have been. Um, and then, you know, they got an opportunity and, and they all took advantage of it, at least in, at least in qualifying. Yeah, no, it was, it was great to see. Um, and it was interesting to see some teams that have been strong all season struggle. I mean, Andretti's qualifying pace was not terrific. Uh, Kirkwood got into the fast six, which was kind of a miracle just because of the pace that they'd had all weekend. Um, so he did a great job in qualifying, but like no Penske's, I think the highest qualifying Penske was 12, uh, which is pretty surprising. I know Joseph had an issue, uh, but still they've, they've kind of been, uh, kind of been doing, having some bad Saturdays, I guess you could say. Uh, I was talking to, I was talking to Will about it because him and I have qualified next to each other for every single race. That's not Texas. And it's like, he he's just dumbfounded because he's like, man, I'm doing the same that I've always done. And there's just, there's just that many guys that can now go pump out a lap. That's good enough for pole. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's funny, man. Like, you know, he's doing the same thing he did a year ago when he got, was it four, five poles last year? Mm-hmm. Like just incredible. Um, but, but this is, this is what's so funny, right? Is like, I feel like Will's one of those guys that used to be in a place where, because Penske is one of the better teams, you could go out and Q1 for them was almost a little bit more of a learning experience. Cause like they could go out and even if things weren't perfect, they were going to have pace to at least transfer to Q2. And then you can make some changes, adjust for the track conditions, whatever, whatever. And then that's where like he really excelled was getting into fast six. And then especially on the used reds nine times out of 10 in Q3, just incredible to, to get a lap out of it. But now like he's, it's so competitive that if you don't nail it in Q1 or you do have somebody that blocks a lap or has a yellow flag or whatever. Yeah, man, like you're out to lunch. It's just, it's so, so tight. It was yeah. the... You're, you're absolutely think, right. It used to be round one was like, it used to be a kind of a warm up. Like round right. one like, is yeah, just, equally just, as hard as round two now. Right. It's like, feel out the changes that you made from practice and then yep. we can adjust the car for Q2. But like now it's like, no, no, you got to show up and put it down. Um, like it was the, it was the fourth closest, I think, fast six of all time. And three of the top 10 tightest maybe even top eight tightest fast sixes of all time have happened so far this year. We only had five races. One of them's an oval, so it doesn't count. So out of four races, basically, we've had three of the the fast. Man, it's it's dumb because it's like you you come in (laughs) and you look at the the delta to like transferring and you're like, okay, like it's... Dude, it, it's it was, fine because it works. It works out over the year because, like, but like, it gets annoying because you're like, why am I always on the wrong side of the delta? Yeah, like, yeah. it'll it'll yeah. work out where it evens out. But it's like it is crazy, and when it's that close, it's even more annoying than when you miss it by like two and a half, three tenths. Because there is 15 times on the lap where you can be like, well, that would have done yeah. it. That I could have found two hundreds here. Yeah. No problem. It's like, oh, you need three tenths. You're like, that wasn't going to happen today. Yeah. But two hundreds, yeah, that's a gust of wind. That's a that's a short shift. You know, that's just something the tiniest bit wrong. Um, yeah, man, it's just wild. It's just wild how insanely competitive it is. Five different winners from five races is awesome. Um, that's why IndyCar's the best, man. And now we're heading into practice week for May. So. Uh, I mean, really anything that you guys are paying special attention to? How's the weather? I mean, you've probably sat through all this stuff. How's the weather look? What's the plan? You know, what do you guys, are um, you testing a lot of stuff? Are you just sort of tuning on it because you're happy with what you had at the test? Where you at? Well, we're recording Monday, guys. Um, as of Monday, Tuesday, opening practice day looks iffy um, in terms of rain. But when this comes out, you will tell us whether or not that is true. Um, I don't believe any <laughs> of the weather people. So we've talked about that before in terms of our objectives. You know, I think, I think on the McLaren side, um, you know, we're looking for, for, for speed. Um, you know, I think the, the balance of the car is really nice. Um, you know, obviously y- you got to have a good car in traffic, but, the days of having the best car in traffic winning the race, I think are a little bit gone. 
um, especially with the the performance that the Ganassi has had at the Speedway over the past three years. Um, you know, you have to be able to run a certain pace out front if you want to compete with them. I'm not talking about qualifying, but I'm talking about in race downforce and in race conditions, when you're leading the pack, you have to be able to match a Ganassi car. Otherwise, you're just going to you're just going to get beat. There's nothing really you can do about it. So um, that was their experience, obviously, in a very public way last year. Um, and, and that's what they felt cost them the win. And then in the test that we had in April, that was kind of, again, our, our opinion of, of where we stood. So that's our, our huge focus. It's not easy. It's very hard to, to find any sort of lap time or, or performance at the Speedway. But um, if any team's going to do it, it's, I think it's ours. So uh, we'll do our best. There you go. Giddy up. All right, so uh, special episode today, guys, because we brought a guest back. We brought back a guest who we're going to get to in just a moment. Very excited to have him back on the show. He's been before. But before that, we have more exciting news. Uh, and actually, even more exciting news gets announced during the interview. This is a great episode for you guys. Uh, the exciting news that we're going to talk about right now is we are doing another live show at the Speedway this May. It's going to be on May 22nd. That's the Monday after qualifying. It's the last practice day before carb day. Um, it's going to be up in the Tower Terrace Suites. Track opens at 11. The suite's going to open at noon. Lunch is going to be provided by Jugs. The practice session is two hours on track from one to three. And then the podcast will tape once Alex gets out of debris, probably somewhere around 5 p.m. There's the bar. It's food. It's booze. It's podcast. It's going to be great. Um the suite has access to transferable pit and garage passes as well. There's indoor and outdoor seating, private bathrooms, and a parking pass does come with every four tickets purchased. So tickets are $200 each. If uh, if you're interested, head to the website. That's askofftrack.com. And there's a link to the May 22nd show. Very excited. Uh, hope to see you all there. Limited space, guys. Uh, a little bit bigger one than we had at uh, at turn two earlier in the month. If you manage to make it to that, but it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So check it out. You get to see any cars on track, weather pending, of course. You get food, you get booze, you get me, Alex, and Tim, and it's gonna be a good time. So again, uh, www.askofftrack.com to see the link for tickets to that. We hope to see you there. In the meantime, let's welcome our guest to the show. Mr. Joey Molinaro. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Well, guys, we welcome we welcome back to the show a friend of ours who's been on before uh, and is a fellow IndyCar podcaster with Connor Daly and the Speed Street Pod. He also has these guys. 
with old with old Ben. Pol- I always get his name wrong. Pelosi. Pelitzi. 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 Welcome back to the show, Mr. Joey Molinaro. What's happening, bud? Hey guys, uh, thanks for having me here. Excited to fill Rossi in on everything he doesn't care about for me for this month. <laughs> I really appreciate it, and I have better. Wi-Fi this time because when I came on your program a couple years ago, I was down camping in you know bump nowhere, and so I had no service, and so I made sure that this time I did. Yeah, you sound it. great. You yeah. sound great. Thank I'm honestly, to- I'm honestly surprised we invited you back after the first. <laughs> well, actually, to be fair, I invited myself. So yeah, no, as well, I logged in, I I, I realized that. To be to we be don't tell even Alex a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> to be fairer, I had bad internet for so long. We can't judge anybody for having bad internet uh, on sure. on the show. It's kind of a dick move to like have somebody on people. and talk about the person that they do a podcast with. But Ben's uh, polite cat calling is the funniest. <laughs> the have you guys seen this? I have well. seen that. <laughs> it's it's my favorite thing to watch on TikTok. Which I, I hate has to admit that I'm on it. TikTok. Um, we should, we yeah, should it's, 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 it's going real well, Alex. Uh, I'll explain it to you. Um, it's pretty, you know, you hear the name and that's essentially what it is, but he goes out and he, um, uses a big megaphone and says nice things to people and, uh, gets their reaction. And it, it's gone like stupid viral. Very good. Good for him. I like his, uh, who's buying this stuff because ultimately um, episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. I buy most of the things that he's criticizing. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you are not against buying some obscure foods and drinks from like mm. gas stations and stuff. Correct. Anyways, I, think I knew that. Um, I love, I love how Tim just goes back to uh, his old habits of um, talking when not spoken to, especially after the criticism that he's gotten over the past yeah. week on the internet. <laughs> I got some good ones. Uh, yeah. People, people are starting to actually not like Tim, which is kind of mean, but also well, look, a little bit hilarious. As much as we all love that topic, we'll, we'll cover yeah. that later. Oh, let's not, okay. let's not bore Joey with that sort of stuff. Uh, Joey, hold on. First of all, I want to know how is, how is speed street going with Connor Daly? Besides being, you know, second to us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have to overcome that hurdle. Uh, so, you know, we have to go into our show every week, just, just realizing that and getting that out of the way. And then you throw the bus bros in there <laughs> and now it's just like, what are we even doing? Honestly, <laughs> um, it's good. Um, Connor has been doing a really awesome job of just locking down guests. Um, Rossi, you haven't been invited, so uh, that, that's <laughs> um, Hinch has been on. We had Rosenquist, your teammate, on last week. Um, we've had Jimmy Johnson, Colton Herda. I mean, it's, 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 so it's been a real, real uh, Rolodex of guests on there, and it's been a lot of fun being able to have some conversations with people in um, sort of a different light than what I think race fans, you know, would think of, uh, you know, some of their favorite drivers and whatnot. So it's been a lot of fun. And then it was relatively recently you started these guys with Ben, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like October, November of last, this past year, we're only 33 in. So is that, is that something you got kind of, cause you guys have been buddies for a while. You're both hilarious. You both have a great following and uh sense of humor. Is that something you've wanted to do for a while together? Yeah, dude, we did. We used to do espresso together uh, back way back from like 2017 to like 2019. We did uh, a show together. Um, and then when I got hired by Barstool, I couldn't like keep doing both of those. So he kept that going and we had to kind of like split up in that way. And then, um, yeah, this past year I went on espresso with him and I was like, we both just missed working together, you know, and, and, and doing it once a week. And we were like, okay, now we think with like our audiences, we could actually like build something that people like and enjoy and have fun with. And so we decided to do these guys. Um, and we did like three or four trial runs, which, it wasn't even, it was just like banking the first three or four episodes. And um, like I said, now we're like 33 or 34 in. And it's just essentially the way we look at it is just uh, an open mic for an hour once a week. And we just use it as like a sandbox to just go in there and throw bits around and make fun of stuff. And, um, you know, people, people are seeming to, you know, starting to catch on with it. Love it. Yeah. We, uh, we are, we are, bus mates we are neighbors in the bus lot at the speedway this year you and i 
Uh, very, very excited about that. Keep it down, by the way. Little, little too rowdy. Little too rowdy. Um, Al- sorry, Alex has a question. Dare I ask? Like, what? Yes. Why? Why do you have a bus? Who, why, who are you asking why, that to? Why, why sorry, James. Um, I have the NBC infield command center uh, because the TV compound is outside of the track this year. We've been booted outside of turn four. And so it's a place for people, you know, the, uh, the on-air folks to <clears throat> retreat to during a rain delay or a down period. If you get one of those during our 40 million and a half hours of coverage on Peacock over the month of May. Right. So you're not, you're not actually sleeping there. It's a, it's a, no, Communal I will stay there. Relaxation Correct. space. Understood. Correct. I'll be sleeping I'm going to stay there on on Saturday night before the race, just to that avoid having to for sure. drive in. Yep. But yes, but that Copy. is all. Yes. Got yeah. It. yeah. Uh, now, but so we're neighbors. Doing, so you're. <clears throat> yeah, I'm doing the opposite. I'm I'm actually because last year I had it out there, and my wife was five months pregnant, and we had another puppy that we had to take care of, and so we just had a bunch of going on. So we only stayed out there race weekend. But this year, starting tonight. We're gonna we're gonna full on do it. So we're gonna wake up at the track and, and be ready, rip roaring, ready to go. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So wait, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, uh, Riley and Frankie coming too. Everyone posting oh, yeah. up at the track. The whole family. Riley, Frankie, the dog, everybody. We're all coming. That's so amazing. That's I'm amazing. the eight old, so you got to keep it down, Hinch, because he's the one yeah, who's gonna be <laughs> sleeping. So I'm not keeping that's it down. Fair. You're asking it down. <laughs> So, okay. So you're there for the month now for the rest of the month. What's, uh, what are you trying to, what are you capturing? What's, what's the kind of content you're coming up with when you're going to be there? Who are we sitting with? What concept are we doing donuts again? What's the deal no, for this year? No, no donuts this time. Um, got a couple concepts that I'm working through and actually doing it with IndyCar and IMS. So this is like a nice collab. So we're kind of teaming up, um, which I'm really excited about. And, uh, one of them, uh is i'm just calling it driver's ed and um so i'm sitting down with a handful of the guys and uh you know kind of a game show type feel are you smarter than a fifth grader type feel putting people on the spot you know maybe a little actual driver's ed uh most are not going to be i know that's (laughs) present company included that's uh that's the point of the bit there alex Yeah. yeah 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 Um, so wait, then, okay. Have you cherry picked guys for that that you think will not be able to do it for the sake of hilarity? Yeah. So the first three I'm sitting down with tomorrow is Joseph, Pato, and Elio. So yes, so yes, you have. Okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be interesting. Um, another one I'm working on that's gonna be more hand in hand with IMS instead of just IndyCar is uh, Speedway Eats, and so I'm gonna be highlighting like. Um, you know, some of the places on Main Street, uh, kind of diners, drive-ins, and dive style uh, to, nice. to put out there for, you know, to give those places just pub and credit, obviously, because I love them so much and we love them so much. But then also for, you know, that's a question that I pretty commonly get hit with. I'm sure you guys too do too for people who are coming, you know, from out of the country or out of, you know, the state or the city for uh, the 500 that are like, hey, what's some good spots to hit. So kind of highlighting those. Um and then I have another one that I want to try to do I, that's more along the lines of the donuts. I really just want to like have a driver come with me to a fast food joint around and just, you know, it's just drivers in the drive through. And I, 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 won't, I would love to have like Alex sit in the front seat. We go through the drive through. I'm fascinated about people, how they order in a drive through, what they order at a, at a restaurant how we go about that situation because like whenever I'm with my family and like my dad, for instance, ordering in a drive through, it's a show. And like, it's just something that's always up about it. And so I'm like, Hey, let's throw the drivers in there. And, um, and then we kind of converse over, you know, a little, little snack or something like that. So those are three things I'm working on um, that are directly tied to IMS, IndyCar, the drivers, the 500. Can I suggest uh, you don't take Scott Dixon to Taco Bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was yeah, yeah, that, that that was a thought, but then also that was like that that could be good. You could be cooking with fire there. So, um, so that's well, that's uh, not. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's also one other thing that you're going to be doing during the month, which is actually helping us out 
uh, at Off Track with Engine Rossi yeah. because, guys, uh-huh. we are going to be doing a Carb Day live show. Uh, Sirius XM has very graciously lent us their stage that they've got set up at Pagoda Plaza, and we're going to be doing a, a show down there. Now, given the day and the timing and the responsibilities of one of these people, um, yeah, I'm trying to make it sound like Alex is just not trying to avoid having anything else to do with the show, which we know is really what's happening. But he's he's leaning on the I'm an IndyCar driver and May thing to say he cannot be there for it. So we are drafting in Joey to help out and uh, and fill in for Alex. So just be like kind of quiet, like short sentences, unless they're like are complaining about somebody doing something that you I'm don't gonna like. need I'm gonna need you Joey to really tone down your enthusiasm yeah and then Joey if we have any guests <laughs> it helps if you're openly hostile yeah. yep yeah. no I, I, I get it I get it right before we even started recording we you know we're having a little powwow hey how's it going how's it doing everybody's like yeah we got Joey on for the Bogue and Alex is just like I don't know what the Bogue is and I don't care I don't <laughs> which is I so funny care. to me because like Everyone knows what the Vogue is. Like the Vogue has been an Indianapolis institution for longer than I've been alive. My, like, I, I was talking about. Do I strike you as an institution guy? Well, like I, I even I, I can tell. I, I was talking to some buddies of mine. I was like, "Oh yeah, Joey's got this show at the Vogue. They know what that is." I don't have to follow up. I could tell. My, I told my parents. I was like, "Yeah, Joey's got a show at the Vogue. Everyone instantly knows what that is." But Alex Rossi. Who lives three minutes from Broad Ripple doesn't know what the Vogue is. He thought it was a television show. No, it's the location. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why that's such a like such a bad thing, Tim. Well, like, yeah, have you ever f- taken me to the Vogue? I was gonna I, say we need I to just, look at it this way. Like, we've been to restaurants what? immediately next to it. So, <laughs> anyway, Joey yeah, like, has a show at the Vogue. You do strike me as an institution guy, though. Like you appreciate like some, I feel like you appreciate some kind of historical things. Like you've been on the bourbon trail, you fly planes, like you, you, you strike me as somebody who would take interest in like a, Oh, this is like a historical place that has shows and this is cool. Yeah. You do strike me as that. I, I fly, I fly airplanes, but it's not like I visit Kitty Hawk. Like that doesn't, that doesn't really matter. <laughs> like it's- Didn't you go to like the air and space museum when you were in DC? Well, I tried actually. Sounds like an institution to me. Oh, that's the one you didn't get in. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> he's never been to the Vogue, which is unfortunate because Joey, you are doing a show that, at the Vogue. So why don't you so tell us that, about? Is that what the Madonna song was about? <clears throat> yes, sure. it was about a theater in <laughs> Broad Ripple. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of that Madonna song. Can Strike you sing pose. it? I would. I, I actually, Alex, could you sing that? I'm sure Sirius no. has the rights. Chris, not, we're cool with that, right? <laughs> it starts off yeah, with strike dude. a pose, right? What's the next line? Vogue. And then the one after that. I just need a little tune I here. And I can probably finish it for you, but I just can't put it together. What is in the edit? The Vogue, um, May 25th, so the night before Carb Day. All right. Um, I was approached by the Vogue Theater, um, the location, the venue, and they were like, hey, we'd love uh, to have you out to do a show. And I was like, all right, how about we hop on race weekend and really kick it off and start off the celebration? And they were like, we love that idea. So uh, Thursday night, May 25th, night before Carb Day, doors at seven, shows at eight, uh, $25 ticket all around. Um, it's not, you know, the closer you are to the stage, the more expensive. It's just 25 bucks to get in. I'm um, going to have cocktails there. Obviously, Willie Griswold from the Bob and Tom show is going to be performing. I will. Ben Polizzi is going to be there. Um, so it's going to be like a variety hour type show, you know? So it's going to be like, that's why it's Joey and friends. So I'm going to, there's going to be a couch, going to have conversations with people. Um, get a little bit of these guys flavor with Ben. There's going to be comedy. Uh, Clayton Anderson, I think is coming um, and, and working on a few other people right now to uh, get them there on Thursday night. But uh, yeah, man, super excited to kind of just, we look forward to this weekend every year and obviously carb day is a huge day. And I just want to freaking have everybody be like Thursday night. That's when my race weekend starts and it starts at the Vogue with Joey and his pals. Love that, man. Um, Love that. 
Damn. And I, I mean, you guys are all hilarious, but I've, I've known Willie my entire life. That kid is so funny. He's, uh, he kills it. It's going to be great. Yeah, dude. I'm back. It's, it is. It's, it's super cool just because it's like, obviously, growing up in Indy, I grew up listening to Bob and Tom and everything, and then now getting to know Willie and having him be on that show. And then obviously, he's super funny and talented and everything too so a real kind of like full circle indie moment here for uh for me and and i just hope that like you know all the race fans and 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 people who just want to party and have a good time and you know maybe hopefully like my stuff and willie stuff and ben and um you know i just hope that everybody's like yeah let's do it be a great great time everyone like kind of knows you you from yeah (laughs) everyone kind of knows you at least Maybe I'm misspeaking here. Certainly where I first heard you and where a lot of people I think know he's from all your you know, stuff online and social and stuff. How long mm. have you been doing stand-up? When was the last time you did stand-up? Uh, last week, I guess, essentially. Um, so Is that, that's uh, is that all in warm-up for the Vogue? Or have you been doing it kind of consistently? a little dabble. There's a little, you know, I'm I working out my act a little bit and, and um, putting that together and, you know, uh, writing it and just getting kind of the beats of the, you know, way to go about it on stage and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I feel good about it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a mix of that, but then, like I said, it's like going to be kind of like a live pod situation too, and interviewing people as well. And then, yeah, so it's just kind of a full on, I like to, I, I was like, I want it to be like the tonight show, the live version of like the tonight show, and Indy the night before the carb day. So you get a little bit of this, you get a little bit of that. Jack's Donuts is sending like 10 dozen boxes of donuts. So people can nice. come and have that. And, uh, you know, cause I'm, I'm a big donut guy and we obviously, so they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll hook you up with that. I was like, all right, cool. So some Jack's Donuts going to be there bar, obviously. Um, and then for, you know, Alex for, you know, let him know about the Vogue. It's a very legendary, iconic staple of Indianapolis. So it's a, it's a, it's a special theater and I'm really, really excited about it. That's awesome, dude. I'm happy for you and that you are excited. I don't, I, I, still, <laughs> I, still, I can't envision what it is, but I'm pumped. Like I know how hard you work at this stuff. I know oh, thanks, it's, it's a, it's a big, it's a big deal for you to go into the stand up scene. I know I would be, Pooping my pants. So um, that's badass. And I wish I could go. But unfortunately, I'm pretending to be an IndyCar driver. So I can't. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm going to make I, a I big effort. I, <laughs> You're, hold on. He's, he's, he's preemptively denying my invite. You weren't invited, Alex. Are, Are you saying <laughs> I can't? Oh, you don't want my money? Joey, <laughs> I haven't even gotten the invite out to him, and the preemptive no is already there. That's a master move right there. So. <laughs> this is a guy move. who's got decades of experience avoiding people uh-huh. and events. Uh-huh. Yes, he and he did the, the uh, he did like the praise correct praise right. Super yeah. excited for you, man. I know you work so hard. Unfortunately, I'm an IndyCar driver, so you can't be there. But that's going to be a lot of fun. That's the bad news sandwich. The bad news sandwich. Uh, I got a, I've got a dinner that night. I got to go to, but I'm going to try to swing by afterwards. You haven't invited oh. me, but I'll, I'm oh. going to get buy a ticket. You uh, and just your because Alex high can't. horse over there, James. Yep, 100%, I will be there. And my 100%. goal, my goal is to make sure that Joey is as hungover as possible for our live show the next day. So that's it's going to be like Nashville, where I was like, let's do shots. He goes, anything but tequila. I was like, perfect. I'll get shots of tequila. So problem, I'm going to do that again. The problem now is that James, Tim is going to be even more useless than normal. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Okay. So basically I'm going to be carrying it totally by myself because these two yeah. are going to be hung over. <laughs> no, I, yeah. Alex, I if got, you get out of engineering, you might need to rescue this live show. I, I've no. got, I've got faith in Joey to, to rally Tim. I don't know. I've seen him hung over a little bit less. So either way, Joey, yeah. before we let you go, how, yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. Let's do it. Do the, do the outro. Do it. I was just going to say, where can people buy tickets? Yeah. So if you follow me, um, it's in my bio. If you don't follow me, you can follow me everywhere at Joey Molinaro, M-U-L-I-N-A-R-O. That's Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. And then you go to my bio and there's a little link tree link and it has uh, night with Joey and friends tickets available in there. Also the Vogue.com. Um, you just Google that. Vogue, Joey Molinaro, those tickets will pop up there. 
um, yeah, it's going to be a great time. I, I'm really looking forward to kicking off, like I said, race weekend and just just diving in and getting everybody ready to go and 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 right to the party and be hungover for carb day. And then, yeah, we're doing it all, all of us together besides Alex on Friday as well. So super pumped about that. Um, but yes, I appreciate you guys letting me come on your program and uh, pump this show and hopefully get some race fans and some indie fans and some, uh, you know, just some partiers out there at the Vogue uh, on, on Thursday, May 25th. All right. Love it, man. Can't wait. Well, appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you helping us out on Carb Day. Have a great show yeah. on Thursday. And yeah, guys, make sure you check out Joey Molinaro and buy your tickets for the Vogue. We'll see you guys there. Thanks, boys. Always nice having Joey on the show. Good dude. Funny dude. Like we said, you know, follow him on socials. Get those tickets. I- I'm going to try to make it there. Alex, I understand that you can't. Tim, I assume that you'll be there. Oh, I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Correct. I mean, so it sounds like it's kind of like a variety show. Like it's bit bit sketch, bit co- bit podcast, bit uh, stand up. It's kind of like a little bit of everything. I, I like that. And just like with this uh, show, I'm going to force myself on it. I'm going to find a way to get up there. He has not invited me to do so, but I'm I'm going to do it. And I have full full faith that you. <laughs> and people people like Tim more than me, huh? No, apparently it's strange. they don't. <laughs> I've is, seen a lot on the internet lately. It is, it is Do weird. not like me. <laughs> um, I, I, throughout this process, um, Googled the Vogue. I still can't place it in reality. I've never, I don't right. think I've ever you know seen where, it. You know I, where Naked Chopsticks cool used inside. to be? You remember where we, Naked Chopsticks, Tuesday before the race in yes. 16? Right yeah. across the right street from Hopcat. So not on Broderpool Avenue, on College. I don't know why I would know where that is, but okay. Cool. Fantastic. Um, guys, go check it out. Well, we'll see you all next week. I will. This has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Off Track is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. We're at Ask Off Track on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow us on Twitter individually, I'm at Hinchtown. He's Alexander Rossi. And if you want to follow Fim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel for exclusive video content. Off Track is produced by Tim Durham, and by that we mean Fim. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So. No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.